This is News Talk. Well, we mentioned there, uh, coming up on News Talk Breakfast, can the health system cope? Uh, there's a lot about COVID-19 in the papers. Haven't seen so much about COVID in the papers in quite some time, unfortunately. Front page of the Irish Times, coalition under pressure to look at COVID curbs. The number of COVID-19 patients in hospital could go above 2,200 within the next 10 days. And apparently, according to the Irish Times, there's increasing pressure on the government to re-examine restrictions. The coalition, though, is reluctant to reimpose measures Uh, and you may remember all these Covid emergency laws that we brought in ages and ages ago, they lapse on Thursday, so it'll be a very tricky situation if the emergency laws lapse on Thursday and then we have to bring in new restrictions, but as always Covid is very unpredictable so that's the front of the Irish Times the Cabinet under pressure, I'm sure they'll discuss it at their meeting this morning but certainly under pressure to uh, introduce restrictions. The Irish Independent, hundreds of thousands of COVID cases but no new restrictions. Several hundred thousand people are being infected by COVID-19 every week in Ireland but there are no plans for restrictions to be introduced. That's according to Health Minister Stephen Donnelly. He said serious measures would be needed to reduce the surge of infections and he reiterated the advice from Tony Houlihan that there's no need for new COVID rules. I suppose you can see how people get confused because you're sort of told wear a mask but you don't have to wear a mask. Stephen Donnelly saying we need serious measures but we don't need to introduce restrictions. Obviously there is some confusion about the rules, about what you're supposed to do, what you're not supposed to do. It all comes down to individual responsibility I'm sure is what you'll hear from ministers and public health experts. Uh, Stephen Donnelly was telling a private Fianna Fáil meeting last night that the variant we have in Ireland is the BA2 variant. It's very very contagious and the kind of measures you would need to radically reduce the spread would really be quite serious measures indeed but not restrictions so I don't know what the uh, measures would be it's also the front of the Irish Examiner call for leadership on Covid as infection rate accelerates senior medics calling for leadership as the number of patients in hospital reached its highest level in 14 months the Examiner on the front page also goes with the preview of the Cabinet meeting this new SSIA style auto enrolment scheme for pensions will be unveiled by the government today and as I was saying yesterday interesting to see for the people in their 30s and 40s for example, who don't have a pension currently, will they bother getting one now or will they just wait until 2024 when the government automatically signs them up for a pension? And also interesting to see what businesses do because it could be quite attractive for employees to join a company that has a pension scheme already in place rather than waiting for the gradual introduction of it uh, because the state is making a business bring it in. So one euro for every three put in by workers described there. Like the SSIA, wasn't that for every four euro you get five? A long time ago now, thinking back to Charlie McCreevy's days of the SSIA. Uh, The other story in the front of the Irish Examiner is about Dublin Airport and travel and holidaymakers have been warned of severe delays at Dublin Airport over Easter. Easter, obviously, a very busy time for people flying. Uh, This is after passengers missed flights and thousands faced long queues due to staff shortages at the airport. The Irish Travel Agents Association saying the bottlenecks in security at Dublin Airport in recent days are going to get worse. And you may or may not have heard Ryanair now advising that if you're getting on a plane, you should arrive at the airport three and a half hours before your flight. Now, 
I've certainly in the past arrived maybe an hour beforehand. Now it looks like you need to be there hours and hours and hours beforehand to make sure you get through security and get to the gate. The warning in the examiner is that things are only uh, going to get worse, it would seem. Now, the Irish Daily Mail goes with Ukraine. Ukraine doesn't feature hugely in the papers this morning, certainly on the front pages. Irish Daily Mail, Abramovich blinded in poison attack. Some confusion over whether it was a chemical poisoning attack or not, the mail says Roman Abramovich and Ukrainian negotiators were the victims of a suspected poisoning attack at peace talks uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, apparently Roman Abramovich couldn't see or had very bad eye problems a few hours uh, after the suspected attack, the Irish Sun chemical attack on Roman, the Irish Daily Star and the Irish Daily Mirror go with the jailing of a Kinahan lieutenant. So the Irish Star, uh, Kavanagh caged, collared and cuffed. They photographs of this man, Thomas Bomber Kavanagh, uh, in handcuffs and the Irish Daily Star, Kinahan gang leader, jailed for 21 years, arrested in Birmingham Airport in 2019, described as the figurehead of an operation which brought 36 million euro worth of drugs into the UK. If you're waiting for your NCT and wondering what's going on, well, in the examiner we're told that 16,000 motorists, uh, well, up to 16,000 motorists, currently waiting on an NCT. There are staff shortages because COVID-19 is still having an impact and the figure is nearly double the number reported earlier this month and it's 16 times higher than pre-pandemic levels. Apparently this time of year very busy with people getting their NCTs uh, and figures released to the Irish Examiner also reveal that around 13,500 tests have been cancelled so far this year uh, because of staff absences predominantly caused by COVID. That's what's going on if you're waiting to see about your test for the car. You can always take the bike and in the Irish Times this morning we're told a Dublin bike shop owner is seeking donations of old or unwanted bikes to refurbish and pass on to Ukrainian refugees. Olivia Kelly has this story here. You really get the sense that this is a very, very decent man, Paul McQuaid, who runs River Cycles in Dublin at Usher's Island Uh, and during COVID he gave free bike repairs to hospital staff and frontline workers and now he's asking people who have bikes they no longer use to make them available to Ukrainian families. He got the idea after a friend sent him details of a Ukrainian woman who'd recently arrived with her two children and needed a way to get them to school. So there's an idea for you. If you have a bike in the shed you're not using, send it in to him. He will repair it for you. Great idea there. Will Smith, of course, all over the papers this morning. Just to bring you what one paper is saying, the star says that he's fighting to cling on to his Oscar after hitting Chris Rock in the face. The Academy has held emergency talks about stripping Will Smith of his Best Actor award after he stormed on stage. A source said once the ceremony was over, the Academy called in key members to hold an emergency meeting about what action they should take. I don't think they'll take it off him. Uh, They'll probably be happy with that statement he issued on his Instagram last night, just (coughs) apologising, saying how embarrassed he was, totally unacceptable, blah blah blah. I feel that's probably enough but it doesn't stop social media still 
debating it. And it's rare that you see people so divided in their views. There are people fully behind him and people totally against him. And there doesn't seem to be any sort of middle ground on it at all. It's the same in the papers this morning. They've lots and lots of opinion pieces. One journalist for him, one journalist against him. So if you haven't had your Will Smith fix, there's a lot in the papers this morning on it. The Irish Daily Mail is urging you, well, Irish Water, via the Irish Daily Mail, urging you to think before you flush because one in four adults admit to regularly flushing things down the toilet that are known to cause blockages. It's a new campaign from Clean Coasts and Irish Water aiming to highlight the consequences of flushing unsuitable items down the toilet and causing blockages. Uh, Apparently people are flushing wet wipes, cotton pads, dental floss, hair, paper towels, medicine, tampons, food items, fag butts and uh, contact lenses all down the toilet and also people are putting things down their kitchen sink like fats, oils and greases. Uh, Two-fifths of adults admit to doing so, leaving Irish water to clear hundreds of blockages, including fatbergs from the wastewater network every week. So think before you flush kind of bizarre the things people decide that they'll stick down the toilet. Final story for you comes from the Irish Mirror this morning and uh, this is the office jargon which we all love talking about. The most annoying phrases that wind up your colleagues in the office. Blue Sky Thinking topped a survey to find the worst jargon used in the offices. Thinking outside the box and low hanging fruit came second and third and almost half of those asked staff who almost half of those who asked in the survey said that staff used the phrases to try and impress their bosses. Just to give you the top 10 most annoying phrases in the office, you might stop doing this now. As I say, in first place, blue sky thinking, then is think outside the box, then it's low hanging fruit, then it's touch base, stay ahead of the curve, getting ducks in a row, plenty of ways to skin a rabbit, throw a curveball, game changer, and moving the goalposts. All of them are really, really annoying, as is going forward. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is News Talk.